Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. I want to talk now about a medical condition which affects adolescents and also young adults and then is something they have to live with for their lives. And not only is it something that affects an awful lot of people, but it's something that can develop into something even more serious, as if psoriasis itself isn't serious enough to start with. Uh, Raisa Boyd is with us. She's going to tell us her story. But first, Professor Katrina Ryan, concerned dermatologist at the Institute of Dermatologists, is with us. And uh, can you tell us exactly what psoriasis is, please? So, um, psoriasis is an inflammatory disorder. It's very, very common. It affects... Um, about two to three percent of the population. So there's, you know, I think, you know, thousands and thousands in Ireland now suffering from psoriasis. Um, it's, you know, we, we think of it as a skin disease. You know, we see red, scaly lesions on people's bodies, so raised areas, typically their elbows, knees, scalp, but it can cover all of someone's skin. You know, over ninety percent of their of their skin in in um, in some cases. Um, but it's more than just a skin disease. It affects the joints in, in up to 30% of cases um, and it can cause inflammation of the heart, the liver and other things like that. Um, and I suppose one of the things is, is and one of the biggest things is, is the impact it can have on someone's actual social functioning, you know, their psychological state. It's a disease of young people. So, you know, typically the onset is in the teens or in the, in the 20s, which is such a formative you know, time in people's lives. Um, and a time that they're making, you know, they're going into relationships, thinking of careers and that sort of thing. So it can have a really profound impact on, on the way somebody, um, you know, interacts with the world. Well, Raisa Boyd, has Professor Ryan just described your life for you there a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was diagnosed when I was about 14 or 15. Um, it started off on my scalp and quickly spread across my whole body. Um, and when I went to see my GP, um, I was prescribed steroid creams. I suppose this is 20 years ago and, and that was all that we really had at that time and there wasn't a lot of information available. So I covered about 80% of my body from my scalp right down to my toes, across my chest, um, everywhere in my eyebrows, everywhere. How upsetting is that as well as actually been physical discomfort? Yeah, do you know, I think it probably affected me more so on the that side of it, the mental well-being side of it, because, you know, I'm in school, I'm 14, 15 years of age, junior cert into my leave insert, and yeah, how do you explain that to other 14, 15 year old girls when you have it on your face and it's really, really tough and really, really difficult or, you know, you're passing the, the boys school and, you know, you've visibly got those marks on your face and it's really, really tough. But but the pain is also there, you know what I mean? The trying to sleep at night, the scales that you have on your back, on your legs and the itch and the pain and everything that goes with it. Um, and that was my life. That was my life for about... Oh, well over 10 years until more information became available online and I had to do my own bit of research and it was probably 2016-2017 um, I came across Professor Ryan and I got a referral and I, I went to an appointment, I got on the waiting list, got on, went to an appointment and honestly it was a life-changing appointment for me um, just to have, be understood as well and to know that it is common but there was treatments available there. And I remember at my first appointment, um, she said, if this doesn't work, I'll find something else that will work for you. And that was just amazing. I just couldn't believe it. Like, And within, I would say, gosh, about two months, 
I was nearly fully clear. And how transformative was that for your life? Uh, I can't even explain it. I very, I was very lucky. I met my partner, my now husband, when I was about 19. And I think about, you know, my confidence levels, like even, you know, if we'd go on holidays, I'd have strangers on holidays coming up to me and asking me, did I get burned and different things like that. And it just really, really knocked knocked my confidence, you know, as I was going through my career, as, as Professor Ryan mentioned, it held me back. It did for sure in every aspect of my life um, with, you know, the clothes that I would wear, you know, just representing myself. I'd have to cover everything up. Um, but even at that, I was so co- badly covered with the psoriasis that it was always visible somewhere. And are other people understanding when you explain or did you find particularly in school and going into adult, adulthood that people would be judgmental of you as if somehow it was your fault? Yeah, I, I you know, some people, it, there was no malice intended for sure. I remember one incident, um, me and my, my boyfriend, now husband, like I said at the time, were at a pub and it was someone that we knew very well. And he came up to me and he was like, oh my gosh, Raisa, did you get burned? Like, were you burned? Because it was up my back. And I was like, no. And I just tried to explain or in school trying to explain that it's not contagious to them as well because it has that look of it could be, you know, that kind of way. So just trying to educate there. But yeah, it was really, really difficult. It is. And when did you become aware that this could develop into something even more serious? Because yeah. arthritis is yeah. something that happens to a lot of people who have psoriasis. Yeah, about one third. So I actually didn't know about that till I met uh, Professor Ryan and she started asking about like other symptoms and as I was being treated as well. So as I'm going through my own checkups and the medication that I'm being treated with, I'm always checked, like my bloods, everything like that. But a question's always been asked about my aches and my pains and my suffering with anything like that. But that was, I was not aware of that as I was growing up. It was really like later on in life that I found out that that could develop. Um, and it's something that I keep top of mind. If I get any twinge that lasts a little bit longer, I just keep it on the top of my mind that it could potentially be something down the line for me. Yeah, Katrina, explain a little bit more as to how and why this can turn into arthritis. So, um, as I said, it's not just skin disease. It affects lots of different parts of our body. We're learning more and more about it as we go on. But about a third of people go on to develop joint disease. And I suppose the difficult thing is, for the vast majority of people, it isn't for up to 10 years after their skin. So, you know, the very first few appointments, you know, or the first appointment, you know, as a, as a GP or a dermatologist, people will ask, oh, do you have any joint pains? And the person will often say no. And it's not for years on that they develop joint pain. And actually, I have to be careful now, even when I ask my patients every visit, I ask them, do they have any joint pains? And they may say no. And then I ask them, do you have any back pain? And they go, oh, yeah, I do. They don't consider their back as a joint. You have lots of joints in your back and particularly your lower back and they're often the places that are affected with um, psoriatic arthritis as well. The issue is if it's not caught early um, it can cause irreversible damage and that can happen within even six months of people developing the inflammatory joint disease. So really important that it's picked up early and it's something actually we've shown um, and there's been a really good good studies done in St. Vincent's showing this that um, dermatologists aren't great at diagnosing it. Um, So you know it's very important that we ask and that the patients are always you know any bit of stiffness that they're feeling. One of the the, the signs at the beginning often is that they can't open um, you know a jam jar correctly or they can't things are becoming difficult and they often are very stiff in the mornings and that's one of the real um the, you know the really good signs to look out for if you've psoriasis is if you're, if you're stiff in the mornings or after you've been sitting down for a long time you find it hard to get get up again these sort of things 
Well, let me ask Raisa about that. Do you experience any of that? Um, well, I suppose I have a one-year-old that I'm carrying around all day long. <laughs> <laughs> so I have some element of it. But um, no, thankfully right now I don't. Um, I've been like keeping an eye on it like I said keep making sure that if I do notice any changes and I have to say I'm very lucky that I have a really good relationship with Professor Ryan and her team that I know that if something does develop or doesn't feel right or something like that that I'll just reach out and let them know and get that looked into straight away Katrina how and why does this happen to people? It's just it's just part of their disease and actually what's what's interesting sorry, how, how do you get it? I mean is this something is it a genetic or is this something that you pick up via a virus? How is it? Sort of a combination of both, actually, Matt. So, um, you know, a big part of psoriasis is genetics, but there's there's over 60 genes that we've identified at this stage that code for it. And, you know, you can have two identical twins that have the same genes. One of them has psoriasis, the other one doesn't have psoriasis. So it's not just genetics. There's usually a trigger that triggers off the psoriasis. So it could be stress or a virus or a sore throat different things like that. And then again, when it comes to the, the joint part of it, you know, that, that, uh, that usually doesn't develop at the same time with the skin. And we're not sure um, what triggers that off when it starts. But it is down to genetics, we think, as well, because there's some people who will never go on to get those, that joint disease and others that will. And we see it much more prevalent within people who have joint disease in their family. So that's, that's something we're trying to actually tease out at the moment in UCD. Yeah, and tell us about this study, because I know you're appealing for people to get involved in it if they have psoriasis. Well, it's a great study, Matt. So it's called the HPOS study, so H-P-O-S um, study, um, and it's um, HPOS.com is how you'll find it on, on the internet. But basically, it's a free online study for anyone who has psoriasis so even if you only have a scrap of psoriasis in your scalp or on your elbows and um, because those patients are just as likely to go ahead and go go you know get the, the joint disease you don't have to be someone who has severe psoriasis um that you sign up and you know you fill in a questionnaire it's it's free um and the team then it's a big study that's been done throughout europe and and ireland are are sort of um, Oliver Fitzgerald and Steve Pennington and UCD are, are running the show really for, for Europe and we need 2,000 people to, to sign up and basically what will happen it's a very easy thing for the patient um, because they will be followed every six months you know and make sure they're not developing signs of it and there'll be further um, you know um, genetic tests done in a certain cohort of those patients Just it's a simple um, finger prick there's no actual having to take a blood test or anything um, and it's sent out to, to their home so what we're hoping will happen is, first of all, work out who these, you know, how do we identify better the people who are going to go on to develop this joint disease? Because it can be crippling for some people. And that would help us intervene earlier. But hopefully, you know, for the greater good as well, work out better targets for treatments so that okay. nobody has to suffer from it. So it's, it's a really fantastic study. All right. We'll have to leave it there. Thank you very much, Professor Katrina Ryan and Raisa Boyd. Thank you for coming in and telling us your story. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today and-